behave like a luxury brand by creating unique and beautiful products, but at a democratic price point. For me, being in fashion, it has always been like, like a love-hate relationship to me because I, I love fashion. I feel like it was something that I was kind of born into to do. And then, you know, when I grew older, I kind of feel like this is not for me. You know, it's just such a superficial world. And it's like, it's cool to be cruel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool just, to be cruel. Yeah. Cruel, right. cruel song. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good song. They were cool. So I thought I, if, if I'm to do my own brand, I really wanted to try to be a place where, you know, it's cool to be nice, to be a little bit more democratic in a, my approach to the design. It should be like an umbrella where you can invite people into collab and to do stuff together. And Everybody's welcome. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome. It's not that hard, right? No, yeah. If you could spend a moment with some remarkable people and discover what the life sounds like, what would you ask? Welcome to Are We On Air? An audio encounter. I'm Armand Nafei, and each episode will feature one conversation with an inspiring friend of mine who will share with us the soundtrack to their life. Good day, beautiful people, and greetings from one of the coolest cities in Europe, Copenhagen. CPH Fashion Week just ended and we were there with Are On Air to throw a little event with the hot Danish brand called Gani. And I used this opportunity and got together with Ditte Refstrup, the creative director behind Gani. And we got together right before a show and boy did we have fun. Ditte and I had a lovely time at her beautiful home where we covered everything. From her love of music, the story behind Gani, the effortlessly cool Danish style, her collab with Def Heinz and the very democratic approach to their brand and community. But also why you should always surround yourself with people that are better and smarter than yourself. Needless to say that we had a stellar after-show party at one of my favorite hangs in Copenhagen called Apollo Bar, where we danced into the night. But you can read all about it on Vogue.com. As always, if you haven't subscribed to our brand new YouTube channel, then I highly suggest you do, because you can watch this interview and the wonderful personal guided tour of Dieter's beautiful eclectic home on our channel at Are We On Air. Watch out, AD, here we come. Now, let's get the party started. Dit, welcome to Are We On Air. Thank you. I'm so excited to meet you finally in person. You Likewise. have uh, yeah. Amazing energy. I'm, enjoy I'm already enjoying this. <laughs> Great. Same here. We're in your beautiful home here in Copenhagen, which of course you're going to have to give me a tour in a minute. <laughs> For sure, I yeah. will. Uh, we're here because we have a little collab tomorrow. It's Fashion Week. You have your show, you have your after show party. We're here with Are We On Air and I'll be DJing. So very excited for that. Looking so much forward to that. Yeah. You know, for me, uh, there is the show, but the party is at, at least as important as the show for me. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, that's actually more or less how it all started, you know. I met Nikolai at a party, even when the company was super small and we were f like five people we were like having these uh, epic parties and more and more people came and tomorrow it's going to be uh, one of the biggest one we have ever done. Really? Yeah. I'm honored. Yes. <laughs> so. Oh, it's going to be great. I can't wait. I mean, it just shows you how important experience is, right, for to any brand. So it doesn't matter if it's fashion or 
art or whatever. I mean, we're here with the yet behind behind us. Yeah, yeah. experience, sound, it's everything, really. But I do think, like talking about art, I think music is much more inclusive. Yeah. In a way, it's it's kind of for everyone. And what I really love about music is a bit the same with sports. You know, that uh, you can meet people from you know across the world. You connect with a song, you know, immediately if you're on a dance floor and you can disagree with politics and whatever, but if you love the same song, I think there's something magical happening. So for me, music is the biggest form of art if or whatever, or pop culture, yeah. whatever. Oh, Very the most democrat- important thing. Dem- is, democratic, yeah. really. Yes. Yeah. I agree. And if you think about it now, I mean, I listen to music from around the world like uh, I probably only understand 20% of the music I listen to really lyric wise but that's not how I listen to music or I look at music like if it gets me it gets me if it peaks yes. my interest there's something in the in the sound it's not something you need to force it's really just something yeah. that comes natural right I always say music is a heart opener sound is a heart opener true that, right I agree like, with that. On that note, <laughs> let's start with your soundtrack, as, because that's what we talk about here, with what's your early significant musical memory that shaped you as an artist? So I think I was the youngest out of three, and I have uh, like two bigger sisters, and they're like five and ten years older than me. So one of my earliest memories is that as uh, in 1985, it must be, I was eight years old, and we were watching the desperately seeking Susan, where Madonna was uh, one of the actresses, and she, of course, did the soundtrack. And it was just mind-blowing. I, for me, you know, I'm from a f- small countryside, and there was no window to the outside world. You know, there was, like, magazines was just some local stuff. And at that time, the MTV ha- hadn't hit Denmark yet. So there was actually more or less, like, nothing. So I just remember, like, seeing her, And the way she danced and the way she dressed and that was really... I kind of left the kids' music that, you know, that super early. So I, I remember that as, as a special moment for me, for Revelation. sure. Revelation. Yes, <laughs> because very early on, I was uh, very interested in how I was dressing. And I remember how, hey, you couldn't get like Madonna clothes, right? Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember you making yourself? Yeah, I, I actually I bought a lot for my for my biggest sisters, and I I was very interesting in uh, thrift stores early on. There was one in the town where I'm from, and yeah. that was so. Yeah, I can think that's maybe where it started. <laughs> Was there a record store in your in your town as well? There was not, <laughs> actually, but there was the local library. Oh, yeah. They had a section where you could actually rent like records and uh, later on like CDs, which I used a lot. I think maybe they have a small section on a like hi-fi kind of store, but that was it. I'm from a very small town. Very small. So, yeah. 
especially in that period. But then MTV came along and that was mind-blowing for me. Were you stuck on a TV? Were you watching it all I day was. Long? I was. And actually, we had a, like a video record. Uh, what is it called? Like VVS or v- something? Uh, VHS. Yes. So I could like... Re- <laughs> so I remember like coming back from school and like just doing my own video tapes kind of. Record tapes, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cassette tapes. From the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It would record. I did that a lot. So I had a lot of mixtapes. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I remember yeah. that. And I, I remember how annoying it was when people were speaking over the music, you know. I got so frustrated. <laughs> Because you have but, to listen to that voice over yes, and over again. Yeah. Listen to it over. So annoying. Yeah. So that is uh, my early memories. and Beautiful memories. Shout out to Madonna. very difficult but uh, how would you describe yourself in three songs it's difficult because uh, well, it's I, impossible I love to answer. music because yeah. there's so many good of records course. and and sometimes you know I feel like I'm a little bit of like of a, I don't know if I can say that this actually schizophrenic I have so many you know <laughs> I can be like super happy-go-lucky and I can be very uh, melancholic we so, all have that yeah we, we all, all have that. that so I chose one for my very hyper very positive mind is uh, Bill With Us, Lovely Day. It's one of my favorite songs. And I have a Good tendency to, to put it on every time we have a guest or something. Because, you know, if you can sense that people is a little bit nervous or the vibe is, you know, it's just an easy, it gets people going lovely right song away. Yeah. that pe- everyone knows. It puts at ease. And yeah, it puts an ease, exactly. When I wake up in the morning, love. Sunlight hurts my eyes And something without warning love Bears heavy on my mind Then I look at you And the world's alright with me Just one look at you And I know it's gonna be and then on the other hand, I remember as a teenager, I was very melancholic. And I, it was difficult for me to choose one song, but one I really remember that that I was listening to over and over again was Porter's Head, Glory Box. Beautiful track. It's a, such a beautiful track and I still love it. And I still love that album. And I will just remember, I think I was a little bit heartbroken and I didn't really know what to do with my life. And I feel like everyone else had a big plan, you know. Yeah, that really, that is one, just one of my going back. Uh, it's yeah. a classic, it's a it's timeless, a we yes. I'm so tired.
for sure. And then I have one song that is very much me, I think. It's, uh, I don't know if it's a one-hit wonder, or maybe you mm-hmm. know that. It's a Michael Simbello with Maniac. It's from the um, Flashdance oh, Flash movie. Oh, Flashdance, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know that scene mm-hmm. where she's uh, going all, all white. And it has been like a thing for me that every time that song plays, I'm trying to keep up with you. I'm trying to uh, pretend to be her, like... I think I've done that since I saw that movie. I loved it. I absolutely loved that movie. Yeah, the movie, the soundtrack, the yes. imagery that goes w- with exactly that. Yes. That steaming hot movement. Exactly. So I'm going to be playing that tomorrow for you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Let's do that. I need That's some energy, energy bars for that. Then. <laughs> yeah. We'll get mm. there. Well, I guess let's talk about your brand, Kani, shall we? We can do that, yeah. We can do that, yeah. right. <laughs> okay, let's do that. Behave like a luxury brand by creating unique and beautiful products, but at a democratic price point. For me, that spirit carries through everything you do. I think also in your design and interior also from the shops, um, which is very much my mantra as well with Aoyana. I, I love like small, I always say small foot footprint, big output and accessible to majority of the people. That's why our blog parties are usually public and free. Yeah. I love that people have direct access, you know, yes. like putting their luxury experience onto the street. So that really resonated with me. Let's talk about that. Tell me, where did this thinking come from? I don't know. I, I, I think it's a, maybe a natural extension of, on how we are raised here in Denmark. I think in that way we super lucky that it's a very democratic culture. And for me, being in fashion, it has always been like, like a love-hate relationship to me because I, I love fashion. I feel like it was something that I was not kind of born into to do. My, my, I'm sure you, I assure you my parents or none of my family, they have never understood what, what I'm doing <laughs> and they, they don't get it. So not in that way, but more like very early it came to me that I, I loved, you know, to express myself. I, uh, through how I dressed, I love to really dress my friends and family. Mm-hmm. It was just a thing that I always said I could play with my Barbie dolls for hours and then just keep on like dressing them and and do my own stuff for them. I, I, I just love it. And then, you know, when I grew older, I kind of felt like this is not for me. You know, it's just such a superficial world and or at least. Many years ago, it was an industry where you could really easily like feel like you were left oh, totally. outside. It was it was very inner circle, gatekeepers yes, and everything. Exactly. Yeah, it yeah. was. A, the, I think the attitude was so much you can't sit with us exactly. kind of attitude, and it's like it's cool to be cruel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which cool just, to be cruel. <laughs> yeah. It's a cruel, right. cruel song. <laughs> That's a good song. Banana Rama. Yeah. They're they're major. Yeah. They were actually really big also, and like the way they were dressing. Yeah. They, they were sisters, right? I think, so, I think right? they were. They were cool. So I and I kind of I was a little bit embarrassed with that, you know, that I was in that industry yeah, because you're outsider. It's also very elitist, yes. very snobbish in a way. Yeah. I get it. But then, kind of, I I, 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 I couldn't get out of it because at the same time I also loved it, and and you know, there's also so many fun people in the industry. You know, you always have a good laugh, and you know, a lot of it's colorful, and you know, there's music, and there's. Uh, 
parties. And so in that way, I, I just kind of, I couldn't get out of it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I thought I, if, if I'm to do my own brand, I really wanted to try to be a place where, you know, it's cool to be nice. It's uh, to include people more, to be a little bit more democratic in the approach and my approach to the design and to our communication. I don't want it to be my name. I want it to be like whatever. No one knows what Ghani actually means, yeah. but it's just, it should be like an umbrella where you can invite people into to collab and to do stuff together and, you know. Mm. I uh, love that. No, literally, when that, you know, after researching and getting more involved with the brand, I was like, yeah, it's basically exactly what I'm, trying to do with RWNM because I think that's also what makes it interesting when you have the capability to just mix everything together and see what the outcome is you know like everybody's welcome exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome. it's not that hard right no, yeah but how do you um and maybe that's too much into the subject because I'm personally interested very much in but how do you convert that into a product and you know what the right price point is because really think about the margins at luxury brands is you're paying 70% just for the marketing and the branding. I mean, we call it an honest price point. Honest price point. Yes. So how do we do I think something I learned very early on was one, like to stick to whatever feels right, not trying to be someone that you're not. You know, it's so easy to be carried away with a trend or with a... People want want you to play something that you actually doesn't feel right and you're standing up there and trying to pretend that you actually love it. But and I, I just, say no, or yes. it's like, uh, here's my paper. <laughs> I think when you create a product, it's difficult to fake it because people yeah. can't, you, they can easily see through that. If you're, you know, trying to be someone that you're not and trying to be, I learned that very early on. And then one thing that I think maybe it was Steve Jobs who said that, that you always need to hire people that is better than you. You should not be afraid of that. And I think that is one of my, kind of my mantras. I have like the best team. Amazing. Maybe it also goes back to my, I used to play soccer, like a lot. Um, uh, so team sports. Uh, it's like a very team sport. And I was not the best. I was really, I was training. I was really serious about it. But I would always be like maybe in the like higher middle, but not the best. And I learned that very early. You know, you cannot win by yourself. You need your team members. So I would say I have an, amazing team like a champions league team also people have let's say more experience or i mean i think your ceo comes from lvmh is okay this is where we're trying to head let's get someone with that experience yes. yeah. yeah gunny girls yeah tell yeah. me what gunny girls are and also what's the sound of gunny so gunny girls is it kind of happened as everything at Ghani, I feel like is very organically. You know, the supermodel Helena Christensen, the Danish supermodel. Is she and... here? Is she here tomorrow? <laughs> I don't know, actually. Helena, well, Maybe yeah. it would be fantastic if she came yeah. stop by. I don't know. Mm. But she and her friend, the actress uh, Kate Bosworth, mm. actually, they went out for dinner in New York. And coincidentally, they, had, they were wearing the same coat. <laughs> and they took a picture and put it on... Uh, Instagram. Instagram or something and tagged it Kenny Girls so we kind of just took Became that, that. Yeah, Great. Yeah. so we owe them oh we owe them a percentage a beer or something <laughs> don't say in that. Denmark you just uh, you just managed with a with a beer <laughs> that's fine yeah so that's how it happened and I love that it's in plural because that is 
you know, like the, the democratic yes. ethos. Yeah. yeah. Everybody. It's not a specific muse or anything. It's just, you know, everyone is welcome. It's a community we're trying to... It, it For me, it's important that it's more state of mind than anything else. You know, fashion, yeah, again, can be so... People can easily feel so left outside. So I hope it's a place where people are not afraid to go in and trying to express themselves. I love that. Music obviously plays a big part in your life, but also in, in the brand. Is music constantly on in the in the studio? With your creative team, is music in the background? Or I always ask my guests, do you put, create like an audio mood board? Okay, what's the new theme, the inspiration for this collection or campaign? It's for me, it, it, in the studio, maybe not that much. But for me personally, it is on all the time. time. You know, I'm, I'm desperate. If I can't find my headphones, I'm like freaking out. Then I'm going to come late. Then I'm going <laughs> to come in late. <laughs> yes, because I'm a, you know, I don't have a driver license, so I'll be biking everywhere. And for me, I'll put them on every day and just listening to, it's a very big inspiration. Yeah. So it can be all random stuff, but it, it have a lot of different playlists. And then I'll, you know, set the team into a uh, kind of mood and then we'll just share music experience and a lot, a lot of us love I don't know if it's coincidentally but we, we a lot of us love music this summer I've been to four festivals what was your favorite moment of those festivals I think one of them was actually together with the team we went to oh, this so smaller festival here in Copenhagen I didn't know what to expect but Iggy Pop was playing and he was like I, I can't remember how old he is but maybe he's 76 actually something like that yeah And you know, physical, he was not that fit in that way, but he, his energy was like, wow, you know, I want to be Iggy Pop when I'm 76. He was so cool. So that was like a, a big moment. I thought you were about to sing, I want to be a dog. I'm like, <laughs> 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 that's, that's a track we should be playing. It is, from, for I sure. But my favorite was Blur at Roskilde Festival. That is my teenage crush. What's your favorite Blur track? I think it's a universal song. I love that song. And yeah, that was the last song they played. And I was crying. Well, here's your lucky day in together with some really good friends and actually a girl I don't know that well but we you know that's what I was talking about earlier yeah. that you, you feel connected even though you don't know each other but you know kind of you get physical you know you're like mm. hugging each other you're singing along and you kind of feel like there's an energy between oh us I love that <laughs> yeah but I really love that music so that was I think that was the best concert I've been to this summer wow this summer
Okay. No, but actually also it's on my top three. Top three. Talking about top three. My number one is the Prince. I went to a Prince concert <laughs> in in a something called Form, which is an inside uh, place. And so he did the, like, the concert was amazing. He stopped playing. They turned uh, on the light and they were about to close everything down. And I don't know why we stayed there. Maybe someone said that maybe he's going to come back. Whatever. We were very slow. And I think we were maybe 50 people and suddenly he came back. Uh, and he was playing for 45 minutes extra. Wow. Just like random, just jamming. Wow. It was, oh, wow. And just Sometimes I feel like it, yeah. it's a dream. Like I have to, you know. I heard so many did stories. Did that really happen? Yeah. He That's what he was used to amazing. do. And he would have like super late night sessions, like 4 a.m. You would call up people or just show up at places and play yeah, for an hour. Yeah, and hour he and did that. Yeah. And afterwards, he went to a different place and just jammed. That's he so was cool. amazing. That's, yeah. that's one we really miss here in the world, right? For sure. I only got to see him once for a second, and it was like in New York in, I think, 2011 or something. H&M did this big, I don't know, event. Or, or I don't remember what it was. I remember first and last time I saw Nicki Minaj, and then when she was like super hot, young, new artist, and then Prince performing. Like, but in, in this like random oh, venue, yeah. it wasn't like, you know, it was like, Prince is just playing here. Yeah. You know? I mean, but yeah. He was something. But going back to that moment where like, you don't appreciate sometimes the moment. Because it's just like the excitement of yes, what's yeah. happening right yeah. now. You're like, oh, cool, yeah. Yeah. Now hindsight, that was my first and last time I got yeah. to see him. Yes, you know? yeah. Yeah. Well, well. Nostalgia. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we can play Prince as well. What's tomorrow? your favorite Prince track? Oh, tomorrow we'll play Prince for sure. I think it would be Wind Doves Cry. Oh, I love that. I love that. I didn't edit the other day. A really cool edit of it. I'll find it maybe for tomorrow. Sound that defines Ghani for you. Ghani? Ooh, there's a lot. What to choose? Maybe I should think about my one of my favorite shows. Okay, there's two. Mm-hmm. So one in I think it was 2018. We collabed with the Dev Heinz. I love Dev. Yeah. Yes, very. That was one of those moments as well. So he was together with one of our friends at that time, and he was actually just staying at our house. <laughs> Every morning I was like, oh, he's in here. <laughs> I was really starstruck. But when he was so kind and very humble and just so sweet, we did like an ode to Copenhagen. So his former girlfriend, he took all the pictures, like epic pictures from Copenhagen. And he, he did the soundtrack. And the funny thing here was that we just kind of just gave him creative freedom. So he was just listening to like random Danish songs. And, you know, and then he mixed it up. I love that. And everyone was like, wow, I totally forgot that song and that song and you know so that was very special 
Is there a recording of that? You must have a yeah, recording. Yeah, there is. Yeah. You gotta send it to me. That's what there we're gonna is, play. Yeah. Which where we were we were doing a, a show called uh, we called the Paradise and it was uh, a guy called Mr. Tuphead. I, I actually I don't oh, know yeah, what yeah. he's called in real life, <laughs> but as a, as an artist he's uh, Mr. Tuphead, okay. super nice guy. And uh, at the end we were we made all these girls like running in and and the finale song was a remix of uh, Teen Spirit Nirvana's Teen Spirit, which I also love love and have some really good memories. I love that. I had the artist basically just hang out, let him absorb and do your thing. That's pretty real. Can't wait to hear it. It was actually like her her work, like the photographer's work. She was like, you can just take your bike and then go around the city and just do get some inspired. photos and yeah. get inspired. And she came back and I was like, where's that? And, you, and she was t- she took pictures of places that I kind of forgot, but that oh, I pass man. every day. You know, when you live in, in, in a city? I had this conversation yesterday with a friend because we lose that eagle eyes view, you yeah. know, like because once you're in it, it doesn't yeah. matter what environment yeah. and surroundings, you don't see the detail at some point anymore. Exactly. It just becomes like one big wash. There you go. We actually have this saying in Denmark where we say, man kan ikke se skoven for bare træer. So you cannot see the forest because of all the trees. I think it's so beautiful. Yeah. You need to remember that when you know. I mean, listen, I love Denmark. I love Copenhagen. I'm so happy to be here every time I come here. I think it's the coolest city in Europe, hands down. Why are you guys so cool? <laughs> like, explain. <laughs> Why is Copenhagen happening all the time? I mean, obviously in Monaco, most livable city, we hear that, we see that. I our Quality of life, of course, is great here, fantastic. Two months of the year. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's true, <laughs> but, that's true. But no, 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 but in general, you guys have a certain laid-back coolness and an understated elegance. I think it's like, I think we have a very good, like, life-work balance very like lean society yeah. I'm not saying it's easy but of course it's hard you mm. know but but still having like for example having kids in Copenhagen you know you I mean, can the, the city is so small you can bike everywhere you you know I have 10 minutes to work I put the kids in the bike you know bring them to school and it's it's so easy and effortless mm. I know oh, I could use a little bit more summer for sure but I also do love that we have you know the fall where it's very dark I love and, it no, you know I'm, you invite people course. into your private house you'll You'll have dinner parties and you'll... It happens you'll, behind closed doors more. Yeah, in, in Generally in, in, in Scandinavia, obviously, true. for yeah. natural reasons, it's less, let's say, in comparison to France where everything's outdoors or in New York, everything's outdoors because you don't have the real estate to actually host people. 
Whereas here, it's actually the opposite. You sure. have this space, but also it's part of the culture where you're coming to my home. Mm. So being in the cold outside. Yeah. And, and you know, private parties are always the, the best. The best parties. The kitchen parties. I love them. I love yeah. also your dinners in the kitchen. I yes. love that. That's, yeah. that's, that's again... Yeah. We speak the same language. Yes. <laughs> but talking about inspiration, your house, oh my God, it's incredible. Thank you so much. Again, we speak the same language. It's like so eclectic, but all these little details and all becomes one cohesive beauty. I think actually we should kind of walk and talk. Let's walk and talk. For sure. Let's do it. Where are we now? <laughs> so now we're in the living room. Yeah. We actually, to be honest, we don't use it so much. Today, because you came, we really cleaned everything up but normally there will be lots of toys that is nothing yeah. compared to normally there <laughs> so will living just room be... is toy room basically it is right now i mean look at this beautiful kadinsky poster here yes i would say posters of dumb people we it's don't figure posters. out it's a real oh, no, no, no. <laughs> then we just have someone stealing yeah. no yeah. no it's a poster I, I bought it on a flea market for like 20 euros or something with the frame with the frame oh wow and that I, red and i mean beautiful. i knew it was uh, one of the good ones yeah obviously yeah behind we talked about Danish yes, artist. he's one of my favorites. I remember actually being a little bit in love with him when I saw him and his work the first time. He has this ease to him and he's such a nice person. You know, he has so much success, but he's still like super, I don't know him, but it's just me looking at him and, you know. I love it. Yeah. What else are we looking at? <laughs> this is some of my friends who did this together. So it's uh, an artist called Fralle. And uh, another art artist called Christian Dinesen. They're actually some of my favorite people. Mm -hmm. um, also some of Christian's really good friends. And they just they did this painting together. I think they were like walking home from a club or something and found this old cupboard. And then they just started to paint together. So it's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. But also all these little like tools, like the oh, patina. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all that. It's stuff. actually from an old circus. See? No. <laughs> That's what mm -hmm. I mean. Where did you find these? But these I found, it was a friend who used to have like a, a secondhand store where she was selling like kind of stuff. She and it was a Danish circus? No, I think it was Italian. a French. Or French. Italian. Uh, okay. Maybe you, should ha you could have one as a birthday present. No. no. Because I have two and I don't know where to put them. Great. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, thing. you can take it for sure. <laughs> you can no. have it. And it was worth pointing yes. out those tools. Yeah, you can have it. Also, uh, this is your study, I presume, or it a is, fake study. It's, to be sure, it's mostly Nikolai's because I, I. Your husband Nikolai was also your business partner yes, for people with some. But I enjoy like working with the, the team. I'm Being not, in a, I'm not you're not good by at, yourself. I was really bad during uh, lockdown. I'm I'm not fond of Zoom or whatever it's called. I hate it actually. Sorry, Zoom, but <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I, I it makes me like lose my interest in five minutes. You know. I like to talk to people. I like like look people in the eyes. Yeah. I like to, you know, actually feel what, what they mean. I hate when you, you know, because you can't sense, you know, what do you actually mean when you say that? Yeah, you, you, it needs to become tangible. I'm sorry we're going through interior, but there's so many beautiful bits and bobs here. I love, I mean, also the opera poster. Yeah. So everything is like, a, mostly is like flea markets, good fans. Yeah. I love books, actually. I, I don't use them for like inspiration in that way. I use them more for trying to think of something else like sometimes my my brain is too you know i think too much i'm overthinking everything so it i thought not to overthink i think the simplicity that's what it's about uh, no i'm not good at that <laughs> it really helps me to read and it can be all kind of thing this is from one of my really good friends see i met her at a party 
She's a fantastic dancer, and we were dancing all she night. She signed them so much to fun. hang them up. Afterwards, I found out that she's actually a professional ballet dancer. She's so good energy. And then she, she was to do a show with the Royal Ballet in Copenhagen. So she gave me this after I went to see a show. Yeah. Look how tiny I they know. are. I know. I thought it was some kids. I thought you made it no. from your kids. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Are there any clothes or fabrics? We can show off, share, whatever. Yeah, share well, off. Yeah, share, show. So this is actually maybe this is also one I bought this because it's actually a New York brand called Bodie. Do you know that B O D E? It, yes. They have a really good collection, and they did these um, stoles that I really love. And when you when you're getting ready for a night out, you want to go dancing. What's your go-to track you put on? Like that gets you going. It depends on which mood I'm in. It's it very it varies a lot. You're in your closet, in your wardrobe, in your changing room. You're pulling out a dress or something, and you just, you know. Well, I, I love, I love everything. For, I love Madonna. I, I, the early Madonna. I love Madonna, like early, early. Yeah. Child. Early stuff, yeah. Yes, early stuff. I'm old, you know. Would I put on the cardigans? Oh, cardigans! The Swedish yeah. band, the cardigans. Svensk. Yeah. Svenska. Would I put on now, now? Now, see, this is one of the way I can't remember. I would put on everything. We walk and talk, and it will yeah. come to you. Yeah. Where should we walk? Should we go to the kitchen? Yes. One song I love. Maybe that's also one hit wonder. I have a tendency to those one hit wonders. Corey Hart. I wear my sunglasses at night. Love that. I'm gonna play that for you tomorrow. I wear my 
So now we're in the kitchen. Now we're in the kitchen. You yes. guys do your thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is where we're going to have dinner. Yeah, and you're having... Look, we're celebrating look, 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 your birthday. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, my oh, husband. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. So maybe it's fun. He can actually find free songs that uh, describes me. That's a good idea. Or define. Or define. Yourself. Oh, both. Oh, both of us. Oh, free songs that define the both of us. Or you. Or us together or whatever. Or the brand. Why don't we do one track that defines you, one track that defines both of you, and one track that defines the brand for you? There you go. Right, right. What would that be? That would be, uh, that's a tough one. You have mm. time to think about it. So Insomnia, because it was on our one of our first shows, right? Faithless. Faithless, yeah. And also because they, yeah, in the yeah, nightclub, yeah. right? Oh, in the nightclub, that's true. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, yeah. And I kind of like the pace of it, right? Funny you mention because I, I, it's on my, my playlist for tomorrow night. There you go. Oh, yeah. I had a feeling. When I was researching, you guys, speeding. Okay, there's there's definitely feminine energy. There's definitely some '90s in there. So it's funny you bring this up. There you go. Oh, there you go. Up our nose. What is the one that goes, we are your friends? We are your friends. You'll never be alone again. Well, come on. Well, come on. Well, come on. Well, come on. Because we Just, just right, right. Because I like that because it's a Ghanaian song. Like in the sense that you can kind of sing along. Or you can shout along, right? And it. We actually, it uh, was a finale song at the Copenhagen Hill. Right, right. It was on the show. It's. I love that. It's a party song too, right? It's very easy to get people going, right? Just as they're French, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just and that's is, uh... why, Yeah, exactly. And that's also, I didn't have said so well. I mean, I really, especially these days, I'm so fond of Paris. It's so, I mean, there's so many happening. things happening. Yeah, yeah Paris and, is happening. Copenhagen, of course, is happening. No, no, no. Yeah, but it's also, it's not just like the whole fashion or the, the creative scene. No, the energy in Paris is happening. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through yeah. Brexit and pandemic, Paris became the winner. Yeah, 100%. totally. And even the tech scene is crazy. They're like open source tech and stuff like that. It's like, it's like the epicenter of everything at the yeah, moment. So, 100%. Yeah, and I totally take that vibe. That- So what else? I need one more song. What's your favorite track? What's my favorite song? I mean, literally, when I'm on my own, it's probably a little weird stuff like uh, Anthony and the Johnsons. Oh, I love Anthony and the like Johnsons. Yeah. Hope there's someone who'll take care of me when I die. Oh. 
will I go? Hope there's someone who'll set my heart free, nice to hold when I'm tired. There's a ghost on the Anoni, which is yeah. also on the track list for what they are. But you also, if I should say, like, I would say Morrissey for sure. Morrissey, very We like, love Morrissey. Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. Talking Heads. We love Talking Stuff heads. like that. Yeah. Psycho Killer. Right. Yeah. Psycho Killer. Fantastic. Can we also look at those beautiful mirrored doors? Yes. Don't tell me you made them yourself. We did not. But we did it a kind of a... Yes. Ah, uh-huh, okay, okay. That's so cool. We did it with this... Uh, with this uh, An architect we have been working with for I don't know, how many years? Uh, maybe five, six years now. And he's still doing our stores. But you guys are designing your stores, right? Because I remember... Yes, like, yeah, together, Richard, this big together architect, with him. Like yeah. something... And they're like, I want more my personality yes, that you guys exactly. have. Yes, exactly. And he kind of helped us with that to do our style in a retail space. I love that. Which was, yeah, it has been really good. Yeah. yeah. He's amazing. He, so he did that cabinet and he also did a chair in here. And he Beautiful. also did the tables. tables. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Now that I have both of you, what's your go-to falling in love or heartbreak song? I guess in this case, only love, not heartbreak, I hope. <laughs> no, oh, hopefully not. <laughs> I think as one of my favorites, it was so clear to me when I saw the question is this re um, from what is it called kissing I can't remember mm, now sorry it's from uh, Rom- uh, Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. Juliet it's also more about the, the that scene you know when they they meet each other for the first time Leonardo and um, Claire Danes and they, they're looking at each other <laughs> no but but they're looking at each other through that like aquarium uh-huh. And that song is playing, and it was such a beautiful scene. And being, I don't know, a teenager, it was just, ah, oh, you know. I remember that. I wanted that love. 
I think you have it. I yeah, hope. <laughs> I do. I feel I do. We have been together for 20 years now. Jeez, congrats. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's the perfect way segment to get into what's the sexiest song when we're not in the kitchen but upstairs. <laughs> yes, well, let's go to the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, yes, let's go. <laughs> it's a tough one. If I should just stick to what the first, first song that popped into my was actually LL Cool J and Montel Jordan get it on tonight. I think that's that's a sexy song. What do you think? You have to agree on that one. <laughs> you can't disagree. <laughs> Can we talk about this beautiful, uh, first of all, this whole scenario I love, but also the fruit baskets. Uh, yeah, uh, the fruit basket like is actually... Like the whole actually, thing, the scenario, look at this, how it's beautiful. A, it's a flea market found of course. Uh, as well. I need to come to this flea market. Yeah, 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 you do. I'll buy stuff for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I can find stuff oh, for I you. Oh, I love the little... lights. Mm. Oh, thank you. You know, the way we live and the way we you know, we approach the design to Gany is very much about contrast. So putting in something old, Mixing like with prints and color and something classic, I think that mix creates like kind of a a, a contrast and then and then a balance. And I think that you know, frame juxtaposition. That's what I'm always after. And the same with life, you know. Yeah. You need that balance. I I do. Else I'll get crazy. Yeah. Of course. I just saw this beautiful uh, lemon. Yes. Pour some lemon on the butter. It's a fake lemon. Uh, yeah, but look I how love it. Come yeah, it's look beautiful. At the yeah, it's cute. Before we get to our last question, what's your favorite object in your house? Oh la la! What could be anywhere. It doesn't have to be object. in here. Maybe talking about music is the speakers. <laughs> Don't point no. at those ceiling speakers, please. <laughs> They're so <laughs> ugly. They're so ugly, but I love them. Maybe it's a table, Tell because me. it's also a something we bought on a how you say that like a web flea market store yeah. and. I think the price was $100 or something. What? Yes. And when we received the table, it was actually some of our friends' friends' parents. So we know the the people who used to sit at this dining table. And we have had it for 10 years now. And, you know, I love that we have had a lot of good parties or just dinners here with family, with friends, with, you know. So it's kind of the heart of the whole house because this is where we spend most of our time. I love that. So I think that would be a favorite piece. And I love all the colors and how you brought them all together. And can we please look at this beautiful scenario over here? <laughs> Delicious cakes being prepared. They're beautiful, <laughs> but this is the best chefs I in know. town. They, they are oh, so good. Look at this. This is Also good. the staircase and again, colors and how you... Bring all the just this imagery for me here, the stripes, the stone, the burgundy, the blue. I mean, don't tell me you just came up with it. You had somebody do it for you. <laughs> no, but again, I think it's like something that not feels forced, but just natural. So this is a very classic. The way we did the floor is a very classic Copenhagen thing to do. So if you look into you every... actually made the floor. This is or yeah, this was yeah, kept yeah, no, we original. Did it. So we redecorated the house because it was old and we, we had to. Yeah. So we actually did it, but we really, you know, tried to respect the age of the house. It's from 1865, so we didn't want to, you know, mess that up. But so we tried to respect that, and 
come up with solutions that kind of fit to that area. That's beautiful. Yeah, I actually think one of my favorite pieces would be. Ooh, who's that? <laughs> this is a French artist called Laura Provo. I don't know if I pronounce it right. Uh, and he see has this pro- project of like, uh, like to free the nipples. Ah. And normally it it doesn't work, but you know, but it used to work. I love that. That's one of my favorite pieces. It's Elmo. Oh no, the cookie monster kind of. Ah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Well, to wrap up our little chat, if your life would be a movie, what song would play in the end credit? I actually forgot. I thought it was like if if I'm dead, if for my <laughs> You're funeral. Dead, yeah. Right. Oh no, it, like no, no, in no. your movie. Oh, yeah. It's a movie about you, and in the end credits, ah, okay. what song plays? I in thought that? it was for my funeral. Sorry, because because that was just actually I. The Netflix just... documentary about your life, and in the last. Credits. But I, you know which one I picked? Guns N' Roses, November Rain. But it was also, I remember that video so clearly. You know, at that time, in the 80s and the 90s, they could really do videos. That was that was the main form of Yeah, but maybe media. it's a bad one. I don't why? know why. No, it's great. I can't come up with another one. Perfect. November Rain it is. Well, thank you very much for being on air. Thank with you. Us. And for the tour, of course. It's of been course. a real pleasure. Always. And now we're going to have dinner yeah. and drinks and yes. all that stuff. And celebrate your birthday. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> tuning in this week. If you want to listen to the full playlist, visit areonair.com or our Spotify channel. You can also find us on Instagram and on YouTube at areonair. And a big thank you to my wonderful team at Studio Noi. I'm Armand Nafei and I'll speak to you soon.